Welcome to the Believe Podcast, a conversation between friends over a passage of scripture. I'm Carolyn Kirsten. And I'm Marvin Williams. And today is episode 96. 96, we're close to 100. We are. We're continuing our season on spiritual rhythms and habits. Yep. And today we're going to be talking about Sabbath. Sabbath, that's, again, that is a word that some people may not be familiar with, Mm -hmm. or it may be like, that's kind of antedated, antiquated. Why do we even need to talk about that? But um, but we're going to talk a little bit about what that means for us. So, so question. So when you rest, mm-hmm. when I know sometimes it's hard for you, Carolyn. I do like uh, to <laughs> do go, things. Go. Yes. So when you rest and relax, what's your favorite way to rest and relax? Okay. Well, I do like to do lots of things. I also am a firm believer in a good nap. Okay. I really do take a nap every Sunday afternoon. Okay. And I... Sometimes Sunday mornings too. Oh, sometimes even (laughs) Sunday mornings, not during the sermon or anything like that. I was referencing, you know, you took a you took a nap. Uh, I did. I had to get here very early this week to uh, bring our guest who is on the worship team and... 7.30 7.30 is a very early time to be here at the building. So yes, I did okay. take a nap. All right. So so when you... But so I am a firm believer in a nap. I also, um, well, just r- relaxing. I love to read a good fiction book. Not, you know, um, yeah, I'm I'm not opposed to a nice bubble bath. Okay. I, I, can, right. I can totally get into relaxing and resting. How about okay. you? Yeah, for me, it's, um, and this is going to sound so oxymoronic, working out is okay. one way for me to yeah. rest and relax. So after I work out, <clears throat> I love going into the sauna, the steam room. That's enough. That's one way for me to relax. I love relaxing by playing uh, online spades. Um, okay. that's another way for me to relax and kind of veg out a little bit, but those are, those are a couple of ways. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. So, so why are we talking about this, um, as kind of Sabbath as a spiritual rhythm and habit? Um, because I don't, I think sometimes we don't know how to rest. Mm-hmm. Our world is so busy, so fast paced, helter skelter. And I think sometimes we just simply don't know how to slow down, relax, rest, and enjoy God's good creation, enjoy what God has given us. So we need a habit to actually help us to slow down, to rest, and to enjoy all that God has given us. Hence, we're talking about practicing Sabbath. Now, Mm -hmm. when we talk about Sabbath, how are we defining Sabbath? Yeah. I mean, very simply, it's a weekly rhythm of rest and worship. Yeah. Um, it's time for being in the midst of doing yep. is the way I've heard Love it described. It. So yes, getting to that very heart of what you're saying, where it's a change of pace, literal from our nonstop go, go, go. So this weekly and it weekly is an important element of yep. that. It yep. is a Absolutely. regular weekly rhythm of rest and worship. Um, another element I think that's important to highlight. It's not just a day off. Yes. So, and what distinguishes it from just a day off, I love the four principles, uh, yes, four principles that Pete Scazzaro highlights in Emotionally Healthy Spirituality when he talks about Sabbath, that it, it Sabbath includes all four of these things. First of all, we stop. Yeah. Um, purpose of that is recognizing our limits. Yeah. Yep. We can actually stop 
even if that project isn't quite done or we didn't get all the tasks we were hoping to, we stop. Number two, it involves rest. So that might be a good old fashioned nap yeah, right? or at the very least sitting down more than racing around. Yeah. So it involves rest. It involves delight. I yeah. think that's when we don't often think about. Yeah. We think yeah. of Sabbath maybe being somber and just sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, kind of no. legalistic. Yes. Yeah. But it includes elements of delight, enjoying these blessings that God has given us. So you might take great delight in cooking. And so part of your Sabbath is cooking a delicious meal yeah. or trying a new bread recipe or something like that. Now, for some people, that would not be right, right, exactly. delighting or rest. For me, like gardening would not be a part of my <laughs> Sabbath rest. Mine either. I don't enjoy that. But for some people, they love that. Right, and that right. is restful. That is delightful. <laughs> and then the fourth thing is contemplation, recognizing God's work around us. Yeah. So Sabbath yeah. includes stopping, resting, delighting, and contemplating. Yeah. That stopping is stopping work that is mm -hmm. paid and unpaid and and recognizing that that's super important because we're not only are we recognizing our limits, but we're saying that my life is not work yeah. and work is not my life. And so I'm stopping paid and unpaid work um, to do all the things you just mentioned, to rest and delight and to contemplate and worship. So um, so again, I, I love I love the simplicity of Scazzaro's uh, four principles, easy to roll off your tongue, easy to remember mm -hmm. and, to, um, and to, to help us. Now, when we talk about Kind of this this whole idea of Sabbath, it's rooted in um, remembering God's work in creation. So we're going to kind of dive yeah. into where it's found in Scripture. Um, and so uh, one of the places is is Genesis when God created. Uh, he created the world in six days, and um, the text says on the seventh day, he rested. Now, God didn't need to rest. He wasn't tired. Right. But I think he's setting in place a rhythm, a work-rest rhythm to say, no, it. I'm I'm giving you an example that your life is not about work and work is not about um, is, is not your life. Mm -hmm. And so this work rest rhythm, um, again, what you mentioned earlier, at least one 24 hour period during the week to say that I am going to stop, I am going to rest, I'm going to delight and I'm going to contemplate. So that's one of the first places yep. we see, um, and we're modeling after, uh, our heavenly father who actually worked and then rested. Um, any other places we see in scripture? Yeah. So then a little further down the line, um, when the Israelites have left Egypt and left slavery, yep. which when you're a slave, you have no control over your work you're and they, and the they were worked, worked to the bone. Yeah. Um, God as provides for their physical needs, their hunger through manna. Yep. And there too sets up this rhythm of provision and then trusting that what God has provided is enough. The manna falls six days. On the sixth day, there's a double portion that they can collect so they don't have to work on the seventh. Yeah. Um, and then love the extra little detail of, okay, well, there are some people who think, well, I'm, I'll, I'll just take what I need for today because I can still get some more tomorrow. Right. And there isn't any and yeah. they go hungry. Or the people who take more than they need yeah. and it yeah. gets all gross and maggoty. So- 
this whole idea of Sabbath rest is a tr- learning to trust in God, like the Israelites did with manna. He will provide what we need. We can work six days and rest. God's big enough to handle that. I think it is also a good little lesson, a reminder and humility in our place. Like, I'm not so important that I must work nonstop and constantly uh, for my value or to, you know, service the world. We can rest and God, we can trust him in that and he will provide just like he did for the Israelites. And when we're not working, we're, we believe that in fact, he's working when we're not. And so, um, and, and again, we, 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 when we look at this, if, if we know this is true, that God is, um, a God of abundance and a God who provides, God says that you don't have to work in uh, all the time, then like, why do we, why do we continue mm-hmm. this cycle that where we're working, 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 and we don't stop until our body begins to break down yeah. or our mind begins to break down Doesn't or make emotionally. Sense. So I'm, I'm wondering it, it just in, in, in our conversation, why do you think we continue that way when God says, Hey, listen, I'm going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to provide for you. Mm-hmm. I think it is the our independent spirit and, and we forget that it isn't up to us. And we think my value comes from work. And again, you mentioned this earlier, paid or unpaid, where it's not necessarily, because it's not just a day off from your job. We might all have that a day or two, Absolutely. but if we are constantly going, 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 striving, trying to accomplish to, it's just to feed our own, essentially our own ego. That's what makes us feel better. We're relying on ourselves and not relying on the love that God has for us. Yeah. Yeah. So, so important. So important. So, so when we look at Sabbath, we see in scripture that um, the Israelites practice Sabbath from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. Um, does it matter what day? And and now we say, we, we look at Saturday and then we look also at Sunday mm-hmm. as, um, as a Sabbath, but is it, is it important um, is the day actually important or the, or what's most important, the day or the principle of the work and rest? Yeah, piece? I think what's most important is the principle and the regular rhythm of it. Yeah. You may be in a job where sad, you have to work on a Saturday or you have to work on Sunday. Um, but that taking that, t- having that period of 24 hours is the key part of it. I, we, it would be foolish if we got worked up on the certain day of the yeah, week. Yeah. That's not what's most important. It's yeah. the rhythm of it. Yeah. And, and, and just to put a pin here for, for individuals who say, well, you know, I'm, I'm just going to do Saturday and, and, or when did it turn to Sunday as a Sabbath rest day? And obviously um, you know, in church history, when um, early Christians began to look at Jesus's resurrection as um, as a, a new way to look at Sabbath. And so Jesus's resurrection, um, we we see how that becomes a uh, a time for people to say, this is the best time to worship and rest and contemplate God because I'm already in the rhythm of worship. And Jesus kind of set that in place with his resurrection. And then ultimately, I think it was like 321 where Constantine said, 
Sunday is the actual day mm-hmm. of of rest and or um, kind of quasi Sabbath keeping. And so um, so that's that's one of the ways it, it changed. But again, to your point, it's the principle not necessarily the day all in in Colossians and other places in scripture says don't get hung up on the day one says that this day is important another says this day is important yeah. ultimately it's the principle of the work and rest rhythm yeah so so again why do we think it's important to keep the the sabbath or to observe the sabbath or to practice sabbath well our bodies need it. Yeah. I mean, God yeah. knew that. We need rest. Yeah. We need times to just reset and refresh. Um, we just know that when we finally, I mean, so often you hear of whether that's someone in the workplace who go, 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 goes, and they finally take a vacation or they finally retire. And then it's like their body catches up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just talking to somebody the other day who said, yeah, I don't know why, but I always get sick on vacation. (laughs) And it is almost like your body is just in high gear, constantly, constantly, constantly. So when you relax for a moment, everything falls apart. Well, what if instead we built that in and instead of operate like working, working until we're exhausted, we built in a regular rhythm of rest. So then we're working from our rest instead of working until we're worn out. Love it. Love Such it. a better way to live. Love it. I think another uh, reason it's important is that we see God modeling it. Yeah. Um, uh, we see even Jesus observed the Sabbath when um, when he was on earth. And so um, kind of following in the footsteps of Jesus and following in the footsteps of, of God at the very beginning, whether it's the Genesis passage or whether it is the gift that he gives to the people of Israel after they are delivered out of um, people of Israel when they're delivered out of Egypt, out of slavery in Egypt. So, um, so again, I think it's important to recognize God's modeling and for us to actually yeah. model our lives after, after his. Yeah. And it's so important because it helps us acknowledge our limits. Yeah. Um, this idea is popular even just in secular culture of having boundaries and recognizing we can't do all the things. I, I know that was something I had to learn when I was had a part-time job and the kids were young and I kind of operated as if I could do anything at all times. So I'm doing laundry, homeschooling our kids and responding to emails instead of putting some parameters on my time. And trusting, here's where the acknowledging the limits comes up, like recognizing it's not all up to me. I don't have to carry all this. If I let this project, if I just go home, so now my life, go home at the end of the workday and I don't open that laptop until the next morning, guess what? The world does not fall apart. It doesn't fall apart. (laughs) (laughs) So it's good to acknowledge it's not all up to me and those limits, because then I can be fully present. We used that phrase before um, with other episodes, but then I can be fully present for my family, for my friends, for the people that I'm actually with in that moment. This practice of Sabbath just, again, builds on that of acknowledging it is not all up to me. I have limits. I need this time of rest and refreshment. And then it just sets me up so much better yeah. for the rest of yeah, the time. Yeah, I, I, I love it. All the things, you know, we, again, the dependence on God, the good for our health. Um, and again, you mentioned the world will still go on. Mm-hmm. It won't fall apart uh, because we've uh, we've stopped working. And so, um, again, 
it, it really does force us to slow down. It's about intentionality. So I think yeah. it's a practice of intentionality as well. Um, if, if we, again, you, you mentioned if we do not stop when it's time to stop, then eventually our bodies will say it's time to stop. And, yeah. and, and, and we just don't want our bodies to have to tell us that through sickness and pain and that sort of thing. So the, the more we're intentional, I think the better, the better mm-hmm. off we, we are. So how, how do we, how do we practice? We've talked about some big, big principles uh, regarding Sabbath. We've talked about what the, the meaning is, why it's important. This is probably the hardest part. It's easy to understand the concepts, mm-hmm. but it is the difficult part is actually implementing it. So how do we practice Sabbath so that we draw closer to Jesus. Yeah. So you have to plan for it. Yeah. You have yeah. to prepare for it. Even the day before thinking, what do I need to do today yeah. so I can take that time tomorrow? Um, and this is true whether you have, again, paid work or not. I recently was talking about Sabbath with some neighbors. We were doing the Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. And one of them, it w- she did have like a light bulb moment where she thought, okay, I guess I always thought, well, I can't do this until my kids are big because she's still, well, has one, I think, still in diapers, but very kids that are very dependent on her. So she can't just totally drop and, you know, she has some things that just need to be done every day. But then when she thought about it, she realized, oh, well, we already have some of this rhythm built in. Her husband prepares breakfast on Sunday morning before they go to church. And she thought, okay, so then that is a more restful time already for me. She appreciates her church service. And then she thought the delight component, what if in the afternoon she enjoys sewing? She built in time for sewing in the afternoon. And it was just a mindset shift for her of, okay, so then I won't throw a load of laundry in on Sunday afternoon. That can wait till the next day or I make sure I get it done the day before. And she just made some little tweaks to build in those components of stop, rest, um, delight and contemplate. Now, is it maybe as relaxing as what I can have across the street because I have older kids? Nope, it's not. But she still made it a unique set apart day from the others by just taking a look, by being, by planning and preparing ahead of time so that she could have that weekly rhythm of rest. I love it. Love it. That, that is so, um, I I think that's so important. I think you you mentioned something which, uh, triggered, um, you know, the, the whole comparison game, you know, not doing that, but, but looking at this will take time and we will fail at it. Mm -hmm. We will not get it right the first time and maybe not even the 20th time. But the key is, is to get back up and do it again and to say, I am going to plan and rhythm my day, my week in such a way where I'm going to be able to practice Sabbath. And, um, so, so, you might not be able to do it as well as someone whose kids are out of the house, but you, it doesn't mean that you don't try and yeah. that you just throw your hands up. So the, the key is you will fail. And, 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 and to, to, to actually acknowledge that yeah. I will fail at this, but I'm going to keep going and I'm going to try it again and I'm going to try it again. I'm going to try it again until I begin to experience a, a little bit more of a rhythm of Sabbath. So I think that's another another mm-hmm. way we yeah, practice it. It is having appropriate expectations yep, exactly. for what that can be like. Um, 
you're just sowing seeds, building the practice. It could look like a lot of different things. Maybe it means you are tech free for that 24 hours. So you're not checking email. You're not checking social media. Maybe it means you have ice cream for dinner. You know, that says, and I'm sure your kids would be on board with that. <laughs> They'll Actually, love that. They'll everybody at my house would be on board with that. But even something like that. So you're just deciding once yeah. and not, so you just know, okay, we always have ice cream for dinner or like, this is what we do for dinner on Sunday nights. We have waffles and smoothies because we always have those. The, those I'm coming to your house on, on Sunday. Yeah. Then. Oh, and yeah. I don't have to decide. I don't have to yeah. think about yeah. it. Those are ingredients I always have around the house. Waffles and smoothies it is. And so that's just a way to simplify that day. And it also marks it. We know. Yeah. yeah. I don't even have to have people ask me, what's for dinner tonight, mom? Nope. Yeah, they know. We know. Sunday, waffles and smoothies. Yeah. That's what we do. That's really, that's really good. I, so, I love I love that. And again, you even that, just even when you said it, there was like a smile on your face that Sabbath should be yeah. fun. It should, it should engage, um, our family members and, and obviously not every family member will practice it like you do, but there's something about it. It should be delightful Mm -hmm. that, um, even something like waffles and smoothies, I think that is, um, I think that is delightful. I think that is fun. And, um, I, I think for me, I have to learn how to delight more Mm -hmm. in what, um, in what God has placed before me, as opposed to everything is work. Everything is intense. Everything is that way. So I have to learn the delight part. I think I have to learn the rest part and the delight part. And, um, and so, uh, so again, this, again, great, great conversation about this. So what can we learn about? What can we believe about God? What can we believe about ourselves regarding Sabbath? Yeah. Okay, this is kind of about God and ourselves. But okay. the first thing I thought that Sabbath is a gift. Yeah. God knows we need it. Hmm. Um, yeah. it. It is one of the Ten Commandments, but those commandments are not rules to be stick, a stickler and make our life difficult. It is because it is what's best for us. Yeah. And so Sabbath is a gift. God knows that and he gives that to us. And then we're foolish if we're not embracing it. So yeah. that I think is what we can believe. Yeah, I, I think the other thing, and, and along with that, I don't know if we know that we're hardwired for work, a work rest rhythm. It's, it's stitched in our genes that God has placed it in us. Um, because we're created in his image and because we're created in his image. I know the the fall happened and Jesus helps us to kind of get this rhythm back to think like God would want us to think mm-hmm. regarding rest and work and that sort of thing. So so as the gift that he's given us, it's 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 in us and it's up to us to tap in to say, I am going to receive this gift and do you know do it like God has um yeah. has you know, invited us to, um, with this work rest rhythm. And so, uh, and, and then I think, believe about me that I, I, I can actually, with the power of the spirit, I can do this. That is, this is not impossible. I know mm-hmm. it feels impossible based on the helter skelter world that we're in, but I, I believe that we can actually practice Sabbath so that we are drawn closer to Jesus and that we're working out of rest as opposed to the other way around. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, friends, for joining us. Your challenge is to build in that weekly rhythm of rest this very week. 